Kofi Dance Company is celebrating 55 years in Milwaukee. The company, founded by Fern Cocker in 1969, performs and teaches dance and music created by Africans and the African diaspora. Cocker joins LikeFX Joy Powers to explore the roots of this company and how they're celebrating its five and a half decades in existence. How do you describe Kothi Dance Company? You know, we have always, and I guess at the beginning when I started the company, it was in Ghana, actually, in 1969. I was sitting on the sands looking out at the Atlantic Ocean right outside of the slave fort called Elmina Castle, which was supported by the British, the Portuguese, and the Americans were all part of that slave trade. And as I was sitting there looking out, had toured the fort in 1969, and then was sitting there on the beach, and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do as an artist. And I know that the African dance and music was very close to my heart, having been born there, and then moving here to the United States. So that's when the revelation came for me to start a dance group, to see if I could become a connector between the African arts and aesthetics and the continent and African-Americans over here. The name Kofi came from my father's language, the Shebro people in Sierra Leone. He was African and had met my mother at the University of Chicago, who was African-American, and then they went to Sierra Leone. And it means go black, go black as a color. The color black is the, but I wanted it to refer to black culture, whatever that is in the diaspora. So from the very beginning, when I created the company, I've always thought of it as growing it into being this accessible place where people could touch tone the African continent through the aesthetics of the African continent. And then that took us on a journey from 1969 to present, researching and developing and creating and teaching wherever Africans ended up. Because for us to be on this journey, we couldn't ignore the process of enslavement. Because the question is, how did Africans end up in Brazil? And how did those Black people end up in the Caribbean? You can't just suddenly you know, wipe that out and ignore what happened. There's a reason why all those people ended up in the South and ended up in Brazil, in South America, and ended up in the Caribbean. So with them was an embodiment of music, song, dance, aesthetics, art, theater, poetry, literature. And so that's what we do in Kofi. We, we study this, we bring master teachers in, and that's been our mission to promulgate or, as they say, to spread, to give people an opportunity to explore. And this is a long definition, but it's not about, this is just for Black people, because when, I guess one of the problems I'm having today, this will probably take us down another road, but is it this movement that you can't teach Black history with the rawness of what actually happened, because it might offend children who are descendants of people who potentially were some of the perpetrators. But that is a losing and a really sad, sad argument, because that means that all these years in my life, the first 40 years of my life, and I'm in my mid-70s, past mid-70s now, that I should have been offended all those years when I was just learning Greek mythology and, and British history as a child from the colonial era. I should have been offended because I wasn't learning anything about people who look like me. Mm. So those arguments just don't wash with me. That Actually, that kind of gets to my next question for you. Going back to 1969 when you founded Kothi, mm-hmm. what was the dance scene like 
in Milwaukee. Oh, my God. Well, you know, in the 60s, well, you weren't born then, <laughs> I don't think. But in the 60s, you know, that was, uh, you know, I'm Black and I'm proud. And it was the whole renaissance in the Black community of touchstoning something that was cultural, the dashikis and the Afros and all of that. That was a very interesting period of time where there was a lot of interest. You know, Osibisa, uh, the Ghanaian band had written a song called Welcome Home, which was really interesting because they played that when we went back this, just when I went this time in 2023, 24, you know, they were playing their song that they wrote in the 60s to the African-Americans who had just landed when we got to the airport, that's what they played. And so, you know, that whole era of Black dance and, you know, Alvin Ailey was inside of that milieu. Um, Catherine Dunham, all these people, uh, Chief Bay, Rod Rogers, all these Black choreographers were very active and their companies had just started and they were very, very visible. So it was a full range of music, song and dance that was going on. People were doing African dance and playing African drums, even though they hadn't trained in any of it because nobody was really exposed until around, I'd say, the 70s when we started getting national dance companies from Africa touring the world and they would stop off like in Chicago or Le Bali African, for example, came to Milwaukee and people started seeing the real deal and studying and then people started going to Africa to study and then bringing African artists back to the Milwaukee area. And that's that's how it built. As you look back at the last five decades of Kothi in Milwaukee, how do you think it has changed and affected the dance scene and the art scene more generally in Milwaukee? One of the things I'm most proud of, and I think those of us who are current, in the current leadership in the organization, is that we teach on multiple levels. In terms of impact, I'm a part of a group called SMAC, a small arts core. There's 11 of us that are fundraising to raise funds to so we can keep our organizations afloat. And one of the tasks we had was to lay out in all the years that we've been functioning, how many children we've reached, blah, 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 blah. And when I started putting it all and adding it together, I realized, oh my God, Kofi has touched over 1 million children in our 55 years, 54 years, going into the 55th year. You can't put money on that. I mean, it would be nice if somebody would say, you know what, I this story really makes me want to send them a check. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to have some money to, but, you, but there is no fund large enough to equate that human experience. So I feel that Kofi is not just about teaching children and teaching the community and having classes and exposing all children, all races, all ages and humans but it's about affecting not only the person in the class, but the, who they affect when they leave the class or they come back into the classroom. So I know that we have, after five decades, a long, long history with not just individuals, but with them and their families. We have a long, long history as the oldest African-American Black arts organization in the state of Wisconsin. And that's something to be celebrated. That can't be taken away from us. Not a perfect organization by no means, but our legacy is real clear. Yeah. Now, uh, Kothi is celebrating its 55th anniversary, which is a big accomplishment for any organization, but especially a dance company. 
Yes. <laughs> In this day and age, yes. Yeah. <laughs> How are you planning to celebrate these 55 years this year? What are, what are the performances that you have lined up? Right now, there's some key things happening. One of the things we decided to do was in terms of image, you know, what was going to be our theme for this year. And one of the natural things that has always fascinated me in my trips to Africa is the baobab tree, which is a very ancient tree like the redwoods. And it looks like an upside down tree with the roots at the top and great big root system. In the old days, they used to bury the griots or the storytellers inside of the roots of the baobab tree. So we decided that we wanted to honor that tree and its legacy and how old some of those trees can be. The 55th year celebration is called Under the Baobab Tree. And we have a series of events that are going to to harness and bring everybody together, alumni and the community. We're starting off first, though, with a fundraiser February 21st at Panera Bread on Fort Washington in Glendale. Between 4 and 8 p.m. on February 21, you can come in the store and buy anything you want there and coffee and sweet buns or what have you. And Kothi receives 25% of the receipts. So February 21, you want to support Kothi, stop over at Panera Bread. And then April 6th, we're going to have our concert, which is titled Under the Baobab Tree. We'll be at Pius High School in Wauwatosa, 7.30 p.m. May 4th, we have two things happening on that date. On that Saturday during the day between 10 and 4, we will have a conference of African dance and drumming with guest teachers coming in. It's going to be very exciting. This is our second time doing a conference. And then that night will be in the union at UWM. Both the classes will be in the UWM Mitchell Hall. And then in that evening, 5.30 to 10, May 4th, we'll be in the union we're going to have a bantaba slash party to celebrate the 55th year. And there's some surprises that are going to happen with that too. So that'll all be announced very soon. And then May 5th, that Sunday, we're continuing with the conference in African dance and drumming and some uh, potential panel discussion, et cetera. So that's just the first part taking us up to the spring. There'll be more things that we'll be announcing for later in the summer and into the fall and to the end of the year. A lot to look forward to. Fern, thank you so much for joining us here on Lake Effect, and congratulations on this really momentous anniversary. I appreciate you, Joy. Fern Cocker is the founder of Kothi Dance Company. She's a board member for the organization, and she's currently the interim executive director. She spoke with Lake Effect's Joy Powers. If you'd like to learn more about Kothi's programming for this year, you can head to kothi.org. That's K-O hyphen T-H-I dot org. 